Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Ladies and germs, welcome, welcome, welcome to Dilltown Ball. I'm Johnny. I'm Spencer. Here on Dilltown Ball, we go on Wikipedia. We click random article. And we talk about it. Yeah, we do. Johnny. Yeah. We have a five-star iTunes review. On this March 14th? On this March 14th. That's right. And it's, it's from another podcast. Oh. Can you do that? Uh, apparently so. Uh, so we, we've, we've um, you know, like when you're, when you're on Twitch and you raid another person's channel or whatever? I'm aware. Yeah. I think that's a good thing. And this is what happened to us. Uh, this is from the the podcast Saturday Saturday Morning Obscurities. Okay. Okay. Here here's what said, here's the here's the title. This is from the podcast Serial. <laughs> yeah. Uh, exclusively the best boys. Okay. Here we go. If you're looking for wholesome people talking about random topics and historical events, look no further than Dilettante Ball. Spencer and Johnny are two improvisers and performers who are just delightful to listen to. Aww. You'll feel like you just sat down at a busy Applebee's, and the two guys in the booth behind you are so entertaining to listen to, you don't say anything the whole time you're there. Your date looks at you awkwardly at first, then asks why you're not saying anything. They try their best to understand your situation. You'd spoken before, so they know you're not shy. <laughs> but they've had a long day and really can't take this anymore. They storm angrily out of the Applebee's as you look on longingly and disappointedly. But you know in your heart you made the right choice not interrupting, hearing the conversation behind you. These boys are hilarious. One time they tried to collect this, all the new quarters from one podcast to another. Don't listen to us. Listen to them. <laughs> Five stars. So that was nice. That is nice. Um, also, sorry for your loss. Sorry for your loss. <laughs> but you know what? Now you get to enjoy all your appetizers. Oof. Apple Apple teasers. Apple teasers. Apple teasers is my favorite cat from Cats. <laughs> I, speaking of ranking things, by the way, um, we we had, we put out a, a, a mini a, what, what do you call that? Like a, uh, a I don't know. What, what's it called? Bonus, bonus episode. Uh, some bonus episodes on our on our Patreon. So if you want to listen to uh, some of our, our interesting Patreon content, go to patreon.com slash arcade audio. Yeah, back back in uh, a long time ago. At this point, we ranked some fish and some birds. Rank some fish. Did we rank mammals, or is that did we do that live on the? We might have done we, that live. We give that know. one away for free. We so, could we could rank mammals. There's we could even like break the mammals down, you know, and then build them back stronger. Exactly, the six million dollar mammal. <laughs> 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 we could you know can, canides, felines, you know, bovine, bovines, ursines, equines, Ec- equines would be nice. Um, lupines. <laughs> Yes, we could, yeah we could do yeah uh, lupines the third humines <laughs> humines. <laughs> I think it's funny. I don't know what kind of word that is, but I like those words. Latin. Is it just Latin? Well, I mean, I don't know if it's just Latin, but it is Latin. Yeah, um, those are fun. But but I I guess like um, whatever their function in English is, I don't know what you know like they're they're adge- I mean they're adjectives, but it's 
I, sure, I you could describe something as as bovine. Yeah, mm-hmm. or equine, or, or lupine, or, or, or feline. Yep. Um, Are you doing anything fun? Right now? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm currently. I'm uh, playing Bejeweled on my phone. <laughs> I, I would love if that was true. Um, no, I'm not. You're, Are you? You're, you're avoiding fun things. Um, well, you know, it was St. Patrick's Day was yesterday, so you know I went out and just got fucking shwasted. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Um, I, I got... Um, so I'm, as I'm waiting for Pokemon Snap to come out... Which comes out in June? April. April is a lot better than June. Yep. Um, I needed a new game to fill my time because I just beat, I don't even remember what I was just playing, but whatever it was, I just beat it. Um, what was I just playing? Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal. Um, we're playing Chex Quest. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, so I got, which it, it came out a few years ago. But then it came out on Switch at the end of last year, I think. But I got um, Oddworld New and Tasty, which has been fun. I think I found myself owning that. I haven't checked it out yet. Because I, I, a few years ago, I bought just the original versions of those games on Steam. And I did not, I could not get into it. Interesting. I, I was having a hard time. Uh, so I, I wonder if there are some quality of life improvements that have been made. No. If you if you did not like the it originals, wasn't the content I didn't like it was like oh cool I died there because I could I didn't jump the way I expected to jump and then I got put all the way back here it was just like no um, I will say it's exactly the same <laughs> okay good great but I loved that game so I'm I'm enjoying it I was the one thing that did make me mad is like I knew where a lot of the secrets were okay um, and for some of them the way that you would access them has changed really so like. There would be somewhere you would like drop down, so you would like hit down to like climb down. Sure. But now you hit an action button to make that happen. Okay. So I would go to these spots to try and like get down and it wouldn't work. <laughs> but it was, was just like, user what's, error. What's going on? But I had to hit the action button. I see. Did it's, you call the, the PlayStation hotline? To... I did no, I called the butterball hotline. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> um yeah, those I, those games, I love them. I love them. I yeah, I have fun memories of going to Toys Toys R Us and mm. playing Oddworld on their little kiosk of that they had set up. Yeah. Um, do places still do? I mean, not now, of course, but like I feel like Targets don't do that anymore. No. Or did they ever used to? Yeah, they definitely used to. I remember playing like Donkey Kong Country mm-hmm. in a Target. Toys R Us was like, I I can remember playing like Vector Man in a Toys R Us. I don't know what that is. And, is that on the um, Atari? No, it was like Saturn, I think. Okay. And uh, Vector Man. Was oh he man. bit by a radioactive vector? Mm-hmm. Okay. But they were all like set so that you could only play for like two minutes. And That's then reset. the worst. I feel like the, the Mario 64 at Blockbuster was like that. Mm. Where like, it was either like that or it only, <laughs> at least for me, I can only remember ever just sitting on the title screen and just like fucking with Mario's face. Yep. <laughs> That's like all I did. At the Blockbuster. I can remember. I don't know why, but in the mall in like, I want to say it was like a JCPenney or something. Yes. They just had a um, Super Mario World. Yes. I always had that, but with Super Metroid. I'm not going to JCPenney to buy games. And I don't even know that you could. I feel like it was like just in the middle of like the boys clothes or something. You know, it was like, yeah, it was just, I, I just know it was, it was like 
if my mom had to go shopping at either Sears or JCPenney, I would always pray that we went to JCPenney because that I could, okay, go shopping, mom. I'm going to play fucking Super Metroid. Yeah, because if she, if she went to Sears, you just had to go play with the washing machines and the, <laughs> right. and the lawnmowers. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And, uh, yeah, once they catch on that you're doing that, they don't let you do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had, they had uh, Super Metroid and they had uh, Medieval, Medieval on the PlayStation. <laughs> Which I've never, I still have not played because I, I didn't understand it. I had a demo disc. That had mm. medieval on it. Okay. And um, you play as a zombie, right? Or a skeleton man? Yeah. That was a fun demo. Sure. All right. I also, that same demo disc had... Um, Spyro? It maybe had Spyro and it had um, Metal Gear Solid. Oh. But it was like a, it was in Japanese. Like it was like so early that they didn't translate it yet. Oh, interesting. That was, that was sick. That, that's really cool. I wonder if that's worth anything. That demo it's, disc it's from fucking long gone from so EGM who knows? in 1997. Yeah. Uh, you want for me to get an article? Uh, yes, please. Uh, oh no. Uh oh. It's uh, we, we ran out of articles. We're right at the. We're, I think this happened last time too. We're right at the edge of my Wi-Fi. Oh, that's right. Wow. Isn't that a uh, Taylor Swift song or something? Cause I'm on the edge of, of Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. It's Lady Gaga. Um, no, she sings Edge of Glory. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is this is an interesting one. Let me let me. I'm that's good because I'm tired of these like run of the mill articles. Let me let me see how this hits you. Okay. Threat level midnight. Threat level midnight is that's a lot of levels down. Oh, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's a fake. You go ahead and read it. It's like three levels removed from anything real. Uh, Threat Level Midnight is the 17th episode of the seventh oh, season okay. of the American comedy television series The Office. That makes and a lot more sense. I thought they meant the literal script that he wrote. That'd be incredible. <laughs> uh, and is the show's 143rd episode overall. It originally aired on NBC February 17th, 2011. It was written by B.J. Novak and directed by Tucker Gates. Okay. People still... Are like oh man, The Office. I love The Office. That show is so old. I do enjoy it. Okay, and we did. I got no problem with people enjoying it. We did watch it at the beginning of um, Quar, Quar, at the beginning of the Panty, <laughs> and it's still a good time. Good. It's not my personality. Sure. <laughs> that that's exact. That that's exactly it. It's certain people's like personnel or it's like they're only ah man i don't know i don't want to get too disparaging but basically it's like boy that's only that's only comedy you've ever watched huh yeah you know whereas i'm more of a slytherin so that's not really my thing you know (laughs) yeah i'm a little different i'm i'm kind of like a 30 rock kind of guy um me i mean meanwhile my whole personality is star wars so who the fuck am i to talk you know yeah i guess I, that might, I wonder if that's that's true for you. Like, what other sci-fi have you seen? Well, Star Wars isn't a sci-fi, but <laughs> okay, never mind. You don't need to answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> what what is Star Wars? Is I, it's, I would say it's fantasy. Fantasy. Now, why is it not sci-fi? Because it's got beeps and boops in it. It does have beeps and boops, but here's the thing: it doesn't the 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 hows and whys of the technology don't matter. Oh, and don't play a part in the story at all. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, so that's one of the differentiating. Uh, I, I, yeah, there's no, there's essentially no science in the fiction. 
It's just a oh, fantasy it, in space. Interesting. Huh. Okay. Um, you've given me a lot to think about. You're welcome. I'm going to have to watch those movies again with that. I mean, there are... You can obviously... Because people... I, I mean, I... Myself included from time to time are interested in like, well, why, how does this work? Why does this work like this? Why does this fake thing happen? So like there are the books that will like tell you like, you know, the ki- the kyber crystal focuses the energy of the, right, you know, right. whatever. Um, but ultimately like the story is the, the tech, the technology doesn't matter. It just exists and is there. And that's a good point. I guess I never considered that. Like most science fiction has elements of the things that Star Wars has in it, mm-hmm. but Star Wars doesn't have the science fiction part of it. That's that's an, it's like a yeah, and like the the magic right is a pretty big focus of it, you know. Yeah, and well, <laughs> speaking of explaining things, like that's when they're like, oh, it's little little particles in your body that are right. Yeah, it's like you, you don't have to do that, you know. Mm-hmm. That's that's so, something I always go back to. That I don't know if Spielberg said this, but it was. He used it in Jaws, where it was like, "We're gonna need a bigger boat." Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> which is what I love with, that they did with the Death Stars in Star Wars. Bigger Death Stars. Uh, no, it's like you don't need to see the monster. Like you don't like it doesn't matter, right? You know, um, we don't need origin stories of of Michael Myers or whatever. Even though we got yeah, one. yeah, baby. We, <laughs> well, we got our origin story with them too, didn't we? Yeah, unfortunately, we yeah. did. Well, let's get in. When are we gonna have like? Are those movies done being made? Second question: Are they going to be remade? Wow. Who would? Who's the next Austin Powers? Do okay. In the remake, does the same person play Austin Powers in Doctor Evil, or do they get two different actors? Oh wow, that's awesome. Or yeah, I don't know. So Lindsay Lohan could do it. Wow. Because she she's she has experience. Um. Who's the guy that t- could Tom Holland do it? Could Tom Holland be Austin Powers in ten years? I don't know enough about him. I've not seen any of his movies. I've seen a couple. I've seen the two, the two Spider-Mans uh, of his. We I'll, we're we're in a rewatch right now. I mean, we're we're um uh, as far as the Spider-Man movies mm-hmm. are, we're far from home because right now we're just <laughs> in Iron Man two. But we'll get there. I'm I'm currently speaking of that I'm I'm slowly working my way through every animated Disney movie chronologically. Yeah. And right now I I just oh, I like to watch them uh I'll start in the middle of the movie and then I I watch the um machete order for each movie individually. <laughs> yeah, it, it it makes it it makes for a better film, you know. Mm-hmm. When when you start off with Bambi's mom getting shot and then you see that it, is not I assumed Dude, you were telling me about Bambi the other day. Yeah, because I said it sucked. I've seen it. In my head, the mom gets shot first five minutes of the movie. Okay. And then... Well, it's because you're watching Machete Order. (laughs) (laughs) She gets shot maybe halfway through. Wow. Because I thought she got shot at the end. Huh. No. it's, It's basically just... It's not like a documentary level of a life of a deer... But it's more or less just like, all right, a deer was born and now it's hanging out with his mom and the mom teaches him not to get shot. And then she gets shot instead on accident. Like, do as I say, not as I do. Yeah, exactly. I, also, the whole time, like his dad is just 
uh, he's like the prince of the forest, like the great prince of the forest. So he's always just like somewhere on a hill looking majestic and like not hanging out with them. And then when Bambi's mom gets shot, he comes over and is like, come with me, son. And then that's it. Like, that's like their interaction they, they had. Weird. Yeah. And well, I was looking up Bambi 2, the sequel, the sequel, sorry. Yeah. And I believe it takes place in the middle of Bambi. Mm. So his mom gets shot in winter. His dad takes care of him. And when we, when we catch back up, it's like spring again. And he's like, he's grown up a little bit. He's like a buck now or whatever. So I think the, the sequel deals with him and his relationship with his dad. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> and just him like living with his dad in that, you know, three months in like his, his bachelor apartment. <laughs> right. Yeah. Are you watching only like the cinematic uh, or like the theatrical releases or are you watching like the straight to DVD straight to video? No, only ones? I guess theatrical. Then, the the yeah. canon. The canon. Okay. Sure. Yeah. So right now I'm on. So uh, you're not going to watch like Bambi 2. No, just, I will like, not. No. Okay. Uh, so I'm on three, the three caballeros right now. Okay. How's that? Probably uh, rough. It's not bad yet. It's, it's hard to tell if things are racist or not because so here, here's, here's, I don't know if this is racist, but maybe misguided, but the opening song is presumably a bunch of white dudes, like in a chorus, I would like the three caballeros and like, just like the lyrics will be like. Uh, you know, shiny as a peso. <laughs> like, it's not racist, but it's just like, oh, here's some Mexican words we know, and we're gonna sing them. Are they using accents? No, not at least that song isn't. Okay. So the three caballeros, the titular caballeros. One uh, of them is Donald. One Duck? of them is Donald Duck. Sure. I mean, uh, no, but so in the movie before this, saludos amigos. Donald Duck goes to... Is he like on shore leave in Mexico or something? I don't know how he gets there, but he's hanging out in Brazil. <laughs> okay. With uh, this parrot, whose name escapes me at the moment. Uh, and this parrot is in this follow-up movie, Three Caballeros. Uh, so there's Donald, there's the Brazilian parrot, and then there's like a Spanish-speaking bird of some sort that I haven't seen yet because I'm in the middle of the movie, or in the beginning of the movie. So it's only two, you only have two Caballeros right now. Donald's the third. He's one of the caballeros. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. You only have two caballeros right now. You right now you've only met. So the, there's the Brazilian parrot, the the Spanish speaking parrot, and Donald. And Donald. But you said you haven't met the Spanish speaking parrot yet. Oh yeah, so I don't know his name or where he's so from. So you have two. I understand. You, you right now you've only collected two of the I three. I see. This yeah, that was that was like our own little who's on first. <laughs> um, that's correct. So I can't tell yet if it becomes racist, and I don't know if the people doing the voices are are white. I'll or, tell you right now. They're white. <laughs> but so far, it seems nice where, like, Donald gets a package from his friend and, you know, he's trying to read it. He's doing it. He's, you know what I mean? He's not being, like, an asshole about it. He's like, oh, I, I can't speak Brazilian or Portuguese or whatever. Interesting. What a, what a curious conceit for a film. I don't know why they did that. Like, because those two movies are, like, Oh, we went down to South America. We filmed a bunch of cool shit and then animated some stuff too to go with it. And I guess people just like ate it up with Saludos Amigos. And so they're like, all right, fuck it. Let's do it again. Weird. In my head, I've never seen either. Yeah. I, I've, I had the three Caballeros on VHS when I was a kid. My That's wild. Yeah. My relationship with Disney and birds. 
is the Enchanted Tiki Room. Okay. Which is, I would say, extremely racist. Okay. And problematic for multiple cultures. Oh, good. And that's like all I. That's, I just would assume, because like they there's um, you know like there are the the um, birds I assume f- are supposed to be from Mexico and they have that really stereotypical like, like Cheech Marin type accent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's like a lot of. I mean, tiki stuff. Mm. Oh, sure. Which is inherently problematic just on the, the nature um, of what it is at this point in America. And, right. And a lot of like, um, you know, where they'll do like, like tiki, uh, like gibberish, like tiki idols speaking at you. Yeah. yeah. Like the, the mask from uh, crash bandicoot. Yep. 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 <laughs> I will say this before several of the movies I've recently watched, they, they've had disclaimers being like, Hey, there's some portrayals of, of stuff in here. That's not, that's, problematic now and it was problematic then but we you know we didn't know better or whatever the fuck like we we feel it's best to uh let you know that even though it's not portrayed in the film bambi's dad was at the capitol on january 6th (laughs) (laughs) like but they they had that descriptor or that that disclaimer before fantasia and i was like oh yeah because there's like this racist centaur depiction yeah that they cut that out of the movie that's not in the disney plus cut interesting so like the movie wasn't Really racist at all? About, no, 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 no. The mushrooms. The mush. That was. That's the, my one huddle. The 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 Asian looking mushrooms doing a little. Yeah, old. that's challenging. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to to not to be fair, but the the to be fair, I guess. Like, I believe they're doing that dance to the Chinese dance from uh, the Nutcracker. Sure. Yeah. And. Like during the part of the song where it's culturally like pulling, it's, it's from. a racist song. Like the song is racist because it's some <laughs> Russian dude making like this is Chinese music. Right, right. Like the Siamese cat and the Aristocats. exactly. Yeah, and then like any production of the Nutcracker that you see is like, well, here's here's, here's the a, first half is a lovely Christmas story, and the second half is. Uh, let's go do racism. Just like a bunch of guys on like rice paddy hats, like <laughs> straight up. Yeah, sure. So like, like it's. I mean, they should. They just shouldn't have done it. There's a billion classical songs. Pick another song. Yeah, sure. I don't know. Well, that's where you get Fantasia 2000. I bet that's fucking tight. Probably. I don't know. Fantasia was as I was watching Fantasia. I was like, this is my new thing to put on when I'm trying to go to sleep. Do you, uh, how about fucking um, Night on Bald Mountain? Well, Night on Bald Mountain is sweet. I just wish it was more of it. Yeah. You know. And also, uh, I feel bad that, or not feel bad, but it's like, oh man, the the way the song ends is like everyone, oh, day breaks and everyone has to go back to yeah, not being it, evil. Isn't it like Ave Maria? And it's then like, it goes into Ave Maria, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh man, <laughs> stay evil. Um, oh, what's the what's the that big dragon man has a name and I forget what it is, but it's a fucking cool name. It, yeah, I don't remember anymore. Uh, it's like like Balzog ba- or something. Oh, it's like. Bah. It is like Bal. It straight up is like Balzac, something like that. Yeah. When when I for for a hot minute I was into the uh, the like Disney like collectible card app, mm. and yeah, those are my favorite. My favorite dudes was was that that was Balzog or whatever his name was in the um the main no Spectro Magic the parade at Magic Kingdom. Yeah, there was a section that has Ragnarok in it, <laughs> and um, is it like whatever. But it's the float is it the just mountain. looks like a mountain and then it just like opens up and it's his wings and the dude is oh my gosh, it's so fucking that cool. rules, dude. 
That would be a great like what like what's your job? I'm the night on bald mountain demon. <laughs> like fuck yeah, dude. I want a meet and greet of that character. Like wh- what's up? I'm Balzog. <laughs> like I'm evil. <laughs> what's good? Like that'd be fucking sick. I, well, let's get a movie where, where he is the actual like bad guy. Like he's the Maleficent or whatever. Let's you know. get a movie where he's the good guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> does does he ha- doesn't he have anything like that where they subvert the? Well, I assume that's Maleficent. Is, is she? No, she's not good, right? Oh, you mean the movie Maleficent? Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that. Well, me neither. But I'm just saying. I assume. I see. W- weren't they going to make like a the? They ended up not doing it, and instead they just made a regular Robin Hood movie with like Russell Crowe in it a few years ago. Um, but they were going to do like a, a Robin Hood movie from the point of view of the Sheriff of Nottingham. That it, sucks. Well, I, mean, I think that it was going to be like, oh, man, this fucking guy again. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's kind of funny. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, I see what you mean. Where it's like, oh, it's Robin Hood. But from the point of view of the cops. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> um, so so where are you? You're at three Caballeros. Yeah. What's your what's the best one so far? What's the worst one so far? Uh. Pinocchio is maybe the best one so far. Okay. Uh, yeah. In like, my head, Pinocchio was going to be fucking boring too. I like. I like it. It's okay. it's the most like, it's not Looney Tunes ish, but there's, it's the most Looney Tunes ish kind of like. That's fun. It's got fun characters, uh, and obviously I don't know these people, but it was like the first anime movie to use like, quote unquote celebrities, like whatever the '40s version of celebrity was. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like Jimmy Cricket's like the com- comedic relief. So he's always got these little like asides to to the audience that are fun. Um, yeah, and it's it's like the animation is really good. Like, <laughs> this is one weird moment where I think they were just like the animators were just trying to stunt on us. Where like mm, that's weird that you did that. But there's a moment where Geppetto is like, move like moving around the house or something. It's just like one. It's like one quick couple seconds where he passes in front of like the fireplace, and he's wearing his like nightgown or whatever. And when he passes in front of the fireplace, you can, you can see just the outline of his wiener. <laughs> you see the outline of his body. <laughs> he's got a big ass hog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like it's realistic because that's what would happen. Like you know, but it was like, I don't know if we needed that. Well, that's like that um, that thing that they talk about in Roger Rabbit. Yeah, it, it reminded me of that. Where it's like, the, th- there's a scene where like um, there's a, a light hanging overhead, right? And someone bumps into it, and then for the rest of the scene, there's just like extremely dynamic lighting that they have to match like the real world lighting to the cartoon. Right. So Roger literally, casts the correct shadow on the wall or whatever. Literally just to be like, fuck it. Like, yeah, check it out. I, I love that, man. Just like, no, nah, let's flex a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> we can. We can. Yeah. I love it, man. Um, and that that's why we know all the names of the animators because <laughs> they became such just heroes to everybody. There probably are some people who are like, Oh man, that's My boy. That's Bob Ipsomani, like <laughs> or whatever the fuck. Like you can tell because of the way he does this watercolor. Yeah. Did you have you watched Prop Culture on Disney Plus? I have not. It's a good time. It's, I mean, more it's, or less that it's yeah. like, oh man, this is like, this is a Debbie Reynolds uh, piece and not that Debbie Reynolds, <laughs> the better one. Sure, and it's just a, it's like a salad bowl from yeah, yeah, the computer who wore shoes or whatever the fuck. And then they'll they'll bring it to like. The actor who used the salad bowl in the computer wore tennis shoes, and he's like, wow. <laughs> Debbie used to say before I would go on stage, don't you fuck up my salad bowl. <laughs> I can't believe I'm holding this again. This is incredible. Um, do you think that there is someone 
Like, what's the the like most benign prop that someone was like, I gotta, I gotta have this because I know people are like always like bringing home wardrobes or whatever. Um, you know what I mean? Like, do you think like? Well, it's probably something uh, very uh, innocuous that someone would use every day, like like the top from Inception. <laughs> no, I mean like. <laughs> If we're talking about The Office, okay. I could see someone like World's Greatest Boss Mug. May yeah, or something that they would use, like, like, um, whatever. I always use the. There was always like the same pen on my desk sure, every day, sure, sure. And like, I took that pen because it was the one that I would always like pretend to write with right. when I was in the back. You know, something like mm. really or like Kevin's pot of chili. Yeah, <laughs> he just has. He just has, he he saved a little a little Ziploc bag of yeah. chili. Dude, I fucking love The Office, man. That's what she said. <laughs> Why don't we make denim gloves? There's got to be a reason, right? Probably not good. Then you could have a little zipper on each... Finger. That's good. I like that. <laughs> so you can use your phone. Yeah. Whoa. Fuck. Make that's an, making Etsy store quick, dude. What? So we got to come up with a product name though for these hand jeans, these glove jeans, like jeggings, like that. You know what I mean? Glide gleans. Gleans. Jittens. Jobs. Jobs. Check out my new Joves. Joves. By Joves. B-U-Y, Joves? Yeah. That's pretty good. It's got a good double meaning or whatever. Jeans. Jeans. Five O gloves. <laughs> um. What about denivs? Denivs. That's not bad. Denivs. Denims. Denim. Denim. I, I want the M in there real bad. What about? M Mittens. <laughs> okay. Mittens, we haven't gone to something with that. Yeah. <laughs> What's the reason we don't have them? What's Maybe we're putting the cart before the horse. I, I would assume the material's a little too thick. Probably too thick. So between your fingies, it'd be... It'd be weird. Well, that's, that's why you have to, it has to be mittens. Mm. Yeah. And then they'd zip, like, where your fingers meet your palm. That's where the zipper would be. So you could, like, put the mitten down. And be able to snap on the back. You'd and under underneath, you'd wear a th very thin fabric glove with mm -hmm. little hearts on it. <laughs> Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.